you know, as coaches and even as leaders, sometimes we have this uh, idea that we already know everything or in a way that it's kind of, okay, self-development is my area. So I, of course, I take care of myself. Of course, I, I don't have limiting beliefs. But sometimes it's the opposite because you get inside of this persona or yeah. this coach ego. I like <laughs> to call it coach ego because you kind of forget that you are also a person and an individual and you, are, you have a lot of limiting beliefs, definitely. So you need to constantly question yourself and really take the time to coach yourself uh, and, and to be coached by others. So I think it's powerful. Even as a coach, you should have your own coach. You should, you should coach yourself. You should take the time to take care of yourself. Because I think often, oftentimes what happens is wellness providers or coaches in particular, we kind of tend to neglect a bit our, our self-development we kind of forget we focus so much on others and their development and we tend to forget a little bit about ourselves this is dina del Plesh, your high performance coach and it's time to level up bless the love and respect champion this is your high performance coach here and today we'll be leveling up with sophia xavier and just to tell you a bit about who sophia is she's an international speaker and she's the former Portuguese language teacher of Jackie Chan. Jackie Chan. And also, she's about to launch a book on learning Chinese through a conscious coaching mindset. She's also a part of the Monday Morning Motivational Team, Soul Well, China Flexpot Podcast. And those are just some of the main projects that she are currently working on. And I just want to say welcome to the Level Up series, Sophia, it's really a pleasure to have you here today. Thank you so much, Dino, it's my pleasure. Thank you so much for this lovely introduction. And, you know, before this conversation, you know, when we were discussing what we we're going to speak about, you know, you, you just, you know, excite me about some of the topics that, you know, you have really grabbed under your belt. And one of those topics that I'm really curious about today is the whole idea of archetype. So, Tell, tell me a bit about, you know, what, what has your journey been like in this particular field of coaching when it comes to dealing with archetypes? How did that start? So archetypes is really one of my big passions when it comes to self-development. It's probably, I think, one of the most powerful tools for self-development mm. and for relationships. Mm. And it all started about, I'd say, three years ago when I started to, you know, to dive deep into archetypes and what archetypes are how they are you know powerful because they communicate with our subconscious mind right um and so they are extremely you know uh, they are extremely powerful ways to communicate with others and we are affected by them whether we are conscious or not uh, but basically i just started you know, studying about three years ago, and then I never really stopped because I, I became so fascinated about this topic. And it seems that it's a never-ending topic. You know, you can always explore more, study more. Um, so yeah, that's how it started. Yeah, and you know, when when you say archetype, you know, for for most of the coaches who are listening would be aware of what the archetype may be. Yeah, now um, in my head, I'm thinking, I know the neurological level, we get to that identity stage where we can 
how to say it, we can embody a specific identity in life you know like for example when i when i was born my mom called me dino and then dino is this particular type of way so i shop this way and i show that how i shop in the world is this a bit of what archetype is about on a fundamental level like what specifically is an archetype for those who are listening so that's the the beautiful thing about archetypes because archetypes can be essentially anything right mm. uh, but people often associate archetypes with personality types mm. so that is one type of archetypes um, they were popular uh, they became popular uh, with Carl Jung right who uh, who basically described some basic fundamental personality types according to archetypes but there's not everything to to it right there's much mm. more everything can be an archetype you know the moon butterflies mm. everything oh, has wow. a particular energy and a particular um meaning and they those symbols communicate to us and to our subconscious mind so for example the butterfly what does the butterfly represent it represents transformation change yeah. Yeah. it is the metamorphosis process right the butterfly undergoes that very, you know, painful and dark period of time where, um, you know, uh, it stays inside of the cocoon to become mm. into that beautiful butterfly yeah. that, you know, opens her wings and fly away. Yeah. So that is one of my favorite archetypes. And if you are surrounded by butterflies, you will mm -hmm. always see your life changing because mm. butterfly means change transformation yeah that's powerful I, I love i love that analogy you remind me of this um very interesting story about the butterflies as well there was once this caterpillar that became a cocoon and it was struggling to get out of the cocoon and this guy passing by saw it and decided to help it through that change and then he realized that the butterfly he had wings but it was still big but why the guy didn't realize a part of that transition or that change requires the caterpillar to push against the wall so it could squeeze the blood through its wings. So yeah, the butterfly yeah. is really a powerful you know, representation of change and what that means for us as humans. So I really love that. And let, let me ask you this, like what, what was the catalyst that really inspired you to get started? with this, this topic, this powerful concept? So I think I had a very, I, I myself experienced the metamorphosis, right? It was that point, that stage in my life, but everything was transformed. And I, you know, I under, I basically have been through a really painful period in my life and I, I had some challenges. I think we all have right yeah, those yeah, periods yeah. and uh and basically that was the catalyst i think for my mm. self-development journey in general and then archetypes just was one of those powerful tools that i felt okay this is it like i can understand myself so much better if i understand you know the patterns that i'm repeating in life the stories and narratives that i'm telling myself mm. how the co collective subconscious works because we we often talk about the subconscious mind as an individual we have our own subconscious mind 
as a matter of fact, more than 90% of what we think, of what we do, of our behaviors, everything is unconscious. But we also have a, sub, a, a collective subconscious, which are the stories, the narratives, the patterns that we have as a collective. Mm. So we look at stories like Romeo and Juliet, you know, okay. the, the star, the cross star lovers, right? Mm. Um, you see those stories repeating themselves across generations, across um, geographical locations, mm. time. So it's not something that just happens one time. Yeah, yeah. Everyone is is most likely uh, going through some, you know, some patterns, some yeah, some yeah. archetypal stories. And that's what I love about it, because once you understand how archetypes work, you can actually almost predict life. That's what I was thinking. That's what I was thinking. You know? <laughs> that's so powerful. Oh my, you're you're giving me you're giving me goosebumps. You know, you're giving me goosebumps, and that 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 also um, makes me remember most of us who come to China, you know, have what we call what a culture shock. Whether you go to any new place, but you're so right. You know, you'll find some of these stories are ways being replicated in different parts of the world that has never really been in contact with each other until a certain point in time. And even when it comes to science, and I've always wondered, you know, how come somebody in this point in time where we didn't have cell phone and communication in America had the same idea as somebody all the way in Europe? I know that that collective consciousness that you, that, that you just mentioned is most likely, you know, behind all of this you know which can be a really powerful tool and technology to use as you said and from my understanding what i'm learning right now is that if we if we get a deeper understanding of how these archetype works we can literally know what's coming next because the patterns are always repeating themselves yeah am i correct that's true that's true uh, and you know, some some people and some uh, specialists talked about uh, you know that we are born uh, without any data or without any information, but that is not true, at least according to my beliefs, uh, because we are born already with a lot of information. When we are in our mother's womb, we are already being programmed, and we are we have those uh, subconscious collective programs as we have our own you know uh programs as an individual because we are born you know inside of a family our our parents are our main programmers right from an early age you start you start to be programmed you absorb all their limiting beliefs yeah. the limiting and and the empowering ones right because mm, yeah. we often mm. just think okay I got these limiting beliefs from my parents or from my caretakers, but actually you absorb all of them. If your parents think, you know, have really good, a good belief system around money, you will most likely also grow up having a great belief system around money and, you know, being wealthy. So everything can, I believe that many things in life can actually be predicted if they are studied and reflected on. I love that. I love that. I think once you're listening, listeners, just rewind that a few minutes and listen to that again. Yeah. Everything in life can be predicted once it's studied. Yeah. And and you mentioned that you, you had your own metamorphosis, your own challenges. And then, you know, through the study of archetype, it helped you to navigate that challenge. Would you mind sharing what what 
major challenge you had to overcome and how the technology or the concept of archetype helped you to get, get through that? Yeah, I think I remember two, roughly three years ago when I, when I just, you know, went through these challenging period. Uh, I remember that's when I started studying archetypes and then, um, you know, I, it really improved my relationships, basically. I think essentially that was the, the most significant change first because I could start understanding better the people around me, whether it's in romantic relationships, friendships, professional relationships, everything just became so much clearer. And it's not, it was not about putting people into boxes, right? Oh, this is the explorer or this is uh, the magician, right? It's not about that because archetypes are a spectrum. So you have the light and the shadow and people are in between this spectrum, right? They can be, you know, it's not about only putting people on in one box, but it definitely helps you to understand where people, you know, are in life and what are, you know, you can get the story of that person and that really improves your, your relationship with them because you become more somehow empathetic, compassionate because you can understand better that person as well. And I think that improved a lot my, my relationships essentially. But then I use archetypes, you know, all the time in my in my apartment i have my my favorite symbols um you know for example i have here a horse <laughs> which is one of my favorite archetypes for you know when you want some movement in your life yeah uh, i remember um just a few like a month ago i bought this uh this horse and then i put it in my bedside mm. and I remember I couldn't fall asleep because, you know, horse is that energy of movement. Yeah. So it's not a good one for you to have in your bedside uh, table. And this is not superstition, but it really mm -hmm. communicates with your subconscious mind yeah. on a deeper level. And then now I have a Buddha because, uh -huh. you know, just to chill. Yeah. A that's that's interesting. That's really interesting. Now you now you make me think of um you know the Chinese sign washuma. That means my sign is is horse. You know, and now I'm wondering if that's responsible for all the energy that I always have. You know, I like that you 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 said that it's not about putting people in boxes, which I certainly do agree. You know, because you know, growing up for most of my life, I've always been somebody who loves to be alone. Close off. My mom used to always complain. I'm not going out and I just love time by myself but the thing is when I'm in social gathering I always have all this energy you know feel like you know I just want to connect with people but at the end of the day I just want to reside in solitude and be in that space you know and then at that point I get a bit sad a bit confused am I introverted extroverted you know but you realize that you can it's a spectrum and you can move between these spectrums well let me let me ask you this Sophia what what, what was your what was the biggest learning or takeaway you had from overcoming the challenge that you had about three years ago? What was, what was that for you? The learning. Well, I think, you know, you are always learning in life and you learn through the, the contrast and you learn through challenges. That's 
I, you know, you can have really good times and really, you know, peaceful times where nothing really happens, but where you truly learn is through those, those hard times. Um, you know, I don't think that is uh, a learning from a specific period of time, but if I may say something that I've learned was really, you know, to believe more in myself, to empower myself, to get rid of you know, limiting beliefs about self, uh, myself, about my self-concept, about who I am, who is my, you know, what is my identity, and really get rid of all those beliefs that were holding me back, because we really have lots of limiting beliefs that affect the way we behave, the way we think, um, and really affect, you know, they don't allow us to get what we want to get from life because we simply don't believe we deserve it or that we can have it. So I think that was probably, I think my biggest learning. I'm I'm so happy that you said that, you know, because I, I want the listeners to see that even as leaders who are continuously growing, we, we still are working here. We still got to do that work on ourselves because there's always these beliefs that we'll have, whether we are conscious of them or we are not conscious of them. And what I'm understanding from what you're sharing, most of these beliefs, we are not aware of them. And they affect the way we lead, they affect the way we love, they affect the way we show compassion to ourselves and others. So that's, that's really something for us to really meditate and reflect on. So, so if I may add that. something, yeah, if I may add something, you know. Blessed love and respect champion. Now this is your high performance coach here and I want to thank you for showing up today. Not for me, but showing up for yourself. Because every episode of this show is designed to help you get one step closer in the direction of becoming an even higher performing leader. Living in and from your fullest potential in whatever you do for those you love and for those that you serve. And we are here to help you every step of the way. Now, if you're listening to this show, I believe it's because you are ready to take your performance to another level. And that is why I've created this show as a program in my high performance leader coaching ecosystem to help you master these high performance habits with accountability, structure, and guidance from me as your coach. And it is free for you today as my listener. Join my high performance leader coaching ecosystem right now. Go to levelupwithdino.com. Again, go to levelupwithdino.com. And Dino is spelled D-E-A-N-O. And if you're listening to this in China, or you're watching an episode on YouTube, just click the link in the description below. And remember, it is time for you to level up. You know, as coaches and even as leaders, sometimes we have this uh, idea that we already know everything or in a way that it's kind of, okay, self-development is my area. So I, of course, I take care of myself. Of course, I, I don't have limiting beliefs, but sometimes it's the opposite because you get inside of this persona or yeah. this, you know, coach ego. I like <laughs> to call it coach ego 
because you kind of forget that you are also a person and an individual and you are, you have a lot of limiting beliefs definitely so you need to constantly question yourself and really take the time to coach yourself uh, and and to be coached by others so i think it's powerful you know even as a coach you should have your own coach you should you should coach yourself you should take the time to take care of yourself because i think often you know oftentimes what happens is um you know, provide wellness providers or coaches in particular, we kind of tend to neglect a bit our, our self-development. We kind of forget, we focus so much on others and their development and we tend to forget a little bit about ourselves. I, I, love, I love the word that you said, coach, ego. And let me, let me ask you this question now, what, what advice would you give to a leader you know, who would love to get started in working on these areas in their life so that they can shop more powerfully, whether it's a coach, an entrepreneur, or even a business leader, what advice would you have for them? Mm -hmm. I think, first of all, uh, it's action, because mm -hmm. everything, but, but you need to understand what motivates that action, right? Because action will create it's it's like a loop what do you believe that you can do with will motivate your action and your action will reinforce your beliefs about what you can do so if you really you know believe in yourself and in what you can do you will definitely create much more powerful results so if anything is really believe in yourself and get rid of that idea that you need to impress or please I think because most of us, we are doing things, but we don't understand the reason why we are doing things or we don't take the time to reflect on that. But it's really powerful when you stop, we, you take time to reflect and understand why am I doing this? Because many times we are doing something just to please others, even to, to prove our parents that we are worth of love. Because as children, we, some families love was conditional. So you will, would only get love if you behave in a certain way. And then we go through life repeating the same patterns. Again, it's archetypes, right? You are constantly repeating patterns in your life. So I think once you understand the reason, it's like that trigger for your behavior. So if you, if you have a good reason, a good motivation to do something, then it's gonna be, um, my, I think, it will make more sense that action that you take is gonna much uh, make much more sense yeah yeah one of the pattern that I'm, I'm even seeing with a lot of these conversations that i have it's you know your, your why yeah your purpose of why you need to move towards this direction and i i, I heard you mention you know that belief in self you know first you have your why then you take action then there's a reflection process to make sure that you're still connected to that and that that's so powerful one of the things that i you know as a high performance coach you know my process can be more more tangible than maybe a lot of coaches who may be on the, that other side of the spectrum so one of the thing that i usually encourage is a is a how to say a, a 90 day sprint where every 90 day you, you do that reflection process and check back in with yourself because what we realize that there's leaders who have good intentions in the beginning they're solid on their why they know their why 
But going through that process of having to get feedback, you know, having to solve problems, that that why start to fall to the wayside and they start doing things that become toxic to them, their team, and even their family. So I love the fact that, you know, yeah, we start with this, but we should always be checking in with ourselves and having that reflection phase to give ourselves that reminder, whether it's through self-coaching, as you mentioned, or even having your own coach to hold you accountable to these things. Yeah. And I think me, having a, a growth mindset, you know, uh, really being willing and being open to receive feedback, even actively asking for feedback, because yeah. often again, as leaders, I think many leaders have, again, that ego, right, that that doesn't allow them to ask for feedback. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, you know, I'm in a certain position, so I cannot ask for advice, or I cannot ask for help or feedback. But that's the opposite, you know, showing vulnerability, sometimes it's a strength. It will connect you with your team or with the people that you work with, with your family. And I think it's very powerful when we are willing to show our vulnerability. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, vulnerability is strength. I think that's going to be my anthem for, for next year, for the remainder of this year as well. <laughs> let, me, let me ask you this, Sophia. Let's say we had a time machine, yeah? And the time machine magically appeared right behind of you. And you can step into that time machine and you go back, yeah? Go back, say, at least five years back. What would you do differently? That is a very good question. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, as cliche as it may, may sound, I don't think I would change a lot. I think mm. the, you know, the past five years were very powerful for me. We're very was a lot of transformation. I came to China six years ago and it was just year after year, I just grew so much. It was such a, a massive growth and I'm really grateful for that and for all the opportunities. Of course, if you know, I had, I had the same learnings that I have right now back then, I would probably just, I think, be more intentional in certain ways. You know, choose more the people that I get along with, choose more the things that I say yes or no to. So kind of be more focused. Yeah. Oh, wow. I love, I love, I love that. That how they say you just put the icing on the cake. You know, I love that you add that with being intentional. Yeah. And intentional with people, intentional with what you do and what you say. Yeah, and that's, that sometimes is a hard one for most of us as leaders. Yeah, so let me ask you this. What, what are some of the tools and the resources that you have that makes life easier for you? Whether it's showing up intentionally or just, just generally personally that you can share. Well, I think something important for me, uh, I don't know if we can consider that a tool or a resource, but it's really my environment on all mm. levels. <laughs> That is extremely important for me. Um, so the starting from my physical environment, where do I live? Like my my house, my space. I really need you know a calm, uh, organized space to be productive. Then you know I have a small terrace, and that is so important for me to recharge, especially during lockdown times. You know, being able to just be outside and and you know, <laughs> it's it's very important then you know choose again being intentional with your circle of friends or you know the people that you choose to to be around surrounded by 
I think that is also one of my resources because, you know, people affect you. People, you are the average of the five people that you uh, spend the most time with, right? That is true. That is true. So I think choosing your relationships is also very important. And of course, yeah. just, you know, I think being organized and being essential. I like, I like very much essentialism, you know, that mm -hmm. book, that theory. Uh, so it's really keeping your okay, life yeah. basic. But, okay, okay. But, it's like minimalism, is it? Yeah. Or is it different? Uh, it's, it's like minimalism, but applied to every okay. area <laughs> of your life. Yeah. Okay. So it's kind of keeping it minimal and essential, but keeping yeah. the core, the most important things in your life. Because sometimes we get distracted with a lot of mm. things in our life. But what is really important? You know, having yeah, that yeah. sense of perspective matters. Yeah, yeah. That, that's that's really, really, really important. Your environment, physical environment in particular. And, you know, even attaching it to the whole concept of archetype. As you said, everything can be an archetype. You know, from the picture on my wall, that can be an archetype. Yes. From the ornaments in my space. And the energy does affect you. What we learn in neurolinguistic programming is that we represent the world through our senses. What we see, hear, smell feel so if our environment is creating you know that input of course all subjective experience is going to be affected so yeah that's that's a big one and what are what are some books that you would recommend that you would say are some of your, your favorites on this topic well, in particular go ahead sorry you know i usually try not to have favorites <laughs> it's something that I do with movies, with books. I don't really label anything as favorites. I label, like, I usually select uh, particular parts of books and kind of keep track of them to mm. just, you know, to, to yeah. always be able to check. I also do my notes, but I wouldn't say I don't have, a, you know, one or two books <laughs> that, I, that I like the most. I really like self-development books in general. I think it's, you know, the more I read, the more I get to know myself because self-development is one of my biggest passions, so. Yeah. yeah, and you know, it's like you say, the more you read, the more you get to know yourself. One thing I'm learning is that the more I learn, the more I realize I don't know, you know? <laughs> true, true, yeah, but that, that's completely true, you know? The more you learn, you, the more you understand that, um this journey of getting to know yourself is a lifelong journey probably yeah, yeah, yeah. you know more, more than one lifetime i would say mm -hmm. you you, yeah. you really need uh, a lot of yeah. uh, lifetimes to to really get somewhere so i mean you are always improving mm. but you you cannot just think okay i'm doing i'm i'm working on myself to reach a specific destination because it's not about the destination. Yes, it's yes, about the yes. small baby steps that you take yeah. every day. Yeah, brilliant, awesome said. And let's say, what, what, what's a question that I haven't asked you, Sophia, that, I, that you believe that everyone who's listening right now needs to know the answer to? So that is, I think I would say, there is a, a very powerful coaching question that I love to use, which is if there were, uh, you know, no limits and everything was possible, what would you choose? 
because again we you know we have so many limiting beliefs and we stop ourselves even from from dreaming so i really like people to dream big and to understand everything is possible you know if you put in the work every I, that is my motto everything is possible um so if there were no limits and everything was possible what who would you choose to become or what would you choose to to have in your life if there were no limits i just want to give the listeners some space so that they can answer that <laughs> but that's a powerful question and as you're asking i'm even answering for myself yeah, because right now I have some decisions that I need to make in my, my life personally. And I think I needed that. So thank thank you for that that question, Sophia. And thank you. What what's what's one thing that most people don't know about you? What's one thing most people don't know about Sophia saying? <laughs> Ooh, that's a good one. <laughs> Let me think about that. <laughs> Probably that I danced kizomba and I'm mm. really addicted to dance. <laughs> mm, mm. I mean, well, well, my my kizomba circle knows that, but I guess most people, you know, from the coaching circle and all of yeah, that, yeah. probably don't. So yeah. that's one of my my you know the 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 things that I love the most in life. It's really dancing and dancing kizomba. Kizomba is a very popular style of dance in Portugal. Um, yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. Uh, but I actually started learning in China, and then oh, it wow. just became my my big passion. You know, it's like it was always uh, in there. You know, it was always in there. <laughs> it was, it was, and you know, in Portugal we listen a lot to kizomba songs, but we, mm. you know, unless you choose to dance, you don't really dance it usually. Um, yeah. And when I came to China, I was like, wow, there is kizomba in China. This, yeah, yeah. this is something for me. And yeah, that's awesome. how it started. Awesome. I find it amazing how, you know, the things home, there's a lot of things that is at home that we don't do. And then when we travel and realize, oh, other people have it here, it's like we get so attached and involved in it, which is, which is a beautiful experience to have somewhere else where it's not originated from. So you can make those comparisons and, you know, have an even more abundant experience. Now, this, this was a really, really wonderful conversation. So for our listeners our viewers who would love to get in contact with Sophia Xavier and to learn more about you know your work around archetype and even connect with you as a coach how, how can they do that so they can do that through my LinkedIn uh, it's I think LinkedIn and WeChat are my most active platforms uh, yeah. so if you search for Sophia Cheviet Xavier as you want to pronounce <laughs> it um, or WeChat Xavier uh, Sophia uh, and you can okay. find my ID and contact me through there. Okay, awesome, awesome. And I just realized I've been pronouncing your last name incorrectly. How, how do you pronounce that in, in Portuguese? Cheviet. Uh, oh, Cheviet. Cheviet, Cheviet. Okay, I'll, I'll work but, on that. I'll work on that. <laughs> no, but I understand in English it's it's pronounced that way. So yeah, okay. that's completely okay. Okay. <laughs> okay, awesome. Well, it's a cultural experience and we are learning. I'll be leaving all of Sophia's information in the description section. So go ahead, connect with her and, and learn about your own personal archetype and how you can really 
control the destiny that you're creating for yourself. I want to thank you so much for your time, Sophia. And I do hope thank you, you so have much. an even amazing journey as you continue to transform. <laughs> thank you so much. I wish you the same, Dino. Thank you and have a beautiful day. Blessed love and respect champion. Now this is your high performance coach here and I want to thank you for showing up today. Not for me, but showing up for yourself. Because every episode of this show is designed to help you get one step closer in the direction of becoming an even higher performing leader. Living in and from your fullest potential in whatever you do for those you love and for those that you serve. And we are here to help you every step of the way. Now, if you're listening to this show, I believe it's because you are ready to take your performance to another level. And that is why I've created this show as a program in my high performance leader coaching ecosystem to help you master these high performance habits with accountability, structure, and guidance from me as your coach. And it is free for you today as my listener. Join my high performance leader coaching ecosystem right now. Go to levelupwithdino.com. Again, go to levelupwithdino.com. And Dino is spelled D-E-A-N-O. And if you're listening to this in China or you're watching an episode on YouTube, just click the link in the description below. And remember, it is time for you to level up.